3: Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
4: Cracking the code on how you can optimize, personalize, and monetize your app marketing and mobile growth efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence, hosted by Peggy Ann Sols a top 30 mobile marketing influencer, nine-time author, and content strategist, brings you her pick of tech, trends, guests, and cool stuff to help you drive growth and create deep connections with your customers. Now, prepare to get motivated and activated with our host. Hello and welcome to
0: Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz from mobile Groove, where I plan, produce, and promote content that allows my clients to reach performance goals and scale growth. And growth is what it's all about here at Mobile Presence. We talk to app marketers. We talk to mobile marketers. We look at all the ways that you can grow your app or your audience with the help of mobile, and uh, if you've been listening in a lot, and I hope that you have, then you know that we also deep dive into the business intelligence, into the data that you need to know to make data informed decisions, because of course, these days, mobile marketing, app marketing, it's all data driven, that is a given, and my guest today to tell us about some data that you need to make note of is Shanae Rosenfelder, he is head of content and mobile insights at AppsFlyer. Shanae, great to have you.
2: Hey Peggy, thanks for having me on your show.
0: So I know you for a while because you're head of content and mobile insights. Insights means data, so we've connected on quite a few occasions. And you've got some great reports over there at AppsFlyer. I mean, you just keep on producing them, almost on an assembly line. But uh, one of your probably one of your best known ones, or at least um, the one that I see a lot of uh, press coverage, is uh, the Index. Um, tell me about the Index, because uh, you know it's in its seventh edition. So it has a history. Why did you embark on this project in the first place? What is it, and what makes you do it over and over again?
2: Yeah. So um, the AppFlyer Performance Index, we, we launched it uh, way back in 2015. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I think in mobile years, uh, way back 2015 is definitely uh, um, you know um, years away. So um, I sensed when I you know when I came into Appslar which was almost four years ago, that there was massive. I would say, void in the market, in this relatively new app install market. Um, I mean, marketers had, I'd say, little or, or no idea at all which you know media partners uh, to run with. And, you know, the problem was that um, this intense competition in the media landscape, I think it kind of like, um, um, you know, um, got... A, a lot of uh, partners on the media side to kind of like overpromise and even make fa- you know false promises. Um, a lot of the networks and and media companies out there kind of like started sounding the same. So I think for marketers it was really hard to understand. Okay, who do I choose? Which networks uh, can actually deliver what I need? And and this was a, a I think a big problem for for mobile app um, app marketers. And and to me that was a void that that had to be filled. Um, I think that you know one of the reasons that it kind of like created this this um, uh, attention in the space is is mainly because of of the scale of the data that that we have at AppsFlyer. Um, we are uh, extremely sensitive about statistical validity, um, and we do not show any data that is not statistically valid. Um, and I think as the largest player in the ecosystem, we have the scale that is enables us to kind of like show that that statistic that those you know those numbers um that are statistically mm-hmm. valid
0: well, well Shani, um, just just as, yeah. a, as a background what is the scope of that data for our listeners who might not be aware of apps well, what we're are looking we looking at, at here
2: um the scale of data we're looking at usually we do the the about six months of data every every I mean, we do it twice a year uh the mm-hmm. index and it's it's billions of app installs okay billions and billions of app installs and um thousands of apps um, hundreds of media networks. Um, I'm, I'm talking about the large ones, not every every single media network. Um, we look at you know networks with at least 50,000 non-organic installs attributed to them. Um, so So I think again in terms of numbers, it's huge and this is ex- especially important because we have all these slicers and we and you know our goal is kind of like to go as deep as we can into the data to make it as actionable as possible. Um, so I, I think that you know, for for us as a as a company, I think it's basically there, there are two things. One is the scale of data, but you know, even more importantly, is the fact that we are an attribution provider, and and because we are the leading attribution provider in the market, we have a, a position where we can say things and and come out with reports that have uh, a lot of value, and people kind of like have the trust in 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 the data. Um, so. Uh, I think a combination of of those two kind of like helped us um, um, make this what it is, um, and you know we definitely understand that this the 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 name the AppFlyer Performance Index it carries weight but also responsibility and we definitely do not take that lightly and we we work on the index for months um, at a time so um, it is definitely our our flagship project.
0: I mean I've had to write about it a couple of times um, in different articles. Now what stood out. For me, was um, I think most of the press was about the fact that uh, you know Facebook is uh, losing a bit, Google is gaining a bit. That was one of the top line stories. But what was new this time around for you in the in the way of insights?
2: Um, well, in terms of the insights, um, I think that you know you mentioned Google and Facebook. So actually, in this this time around. Um, the biggest takeaway by far was the was Google's jump. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if we look at the at the pie, at the non-organic install pie, um, um, we can see that that Google jumped 23% uh, worldwide. Okay, in terms of uh, uh, app installs, this is remarkable. Okay, for a that company is, the size of that
0: is I was going to say that's huge.
2: Yes, for the company the size of Google, that is quite remarkable. Um, it's obvious that the move to UAC, which yep. I know, you know generated a little bit of criticism early on, um, but the numbers don't lie, you know, it, it, is, it is definitely paying off f- uh, for Google and, and it seems marketers are happy with it and, and are, are um, you know, increasing their budgets and, and um, running more campaigns. Um, the largest, largest advancements um, for Google were in emerging markets, so Latin America, India, Southeast Asia, but also you know, there was a higher share in the pie in North America and, mm-hmm. and in Europe. Um, it's important for me to say, you know, I mean, again, um, um, that Google is still second to Facebook, okay? Facebook is still like, the number one media source out there for mobile app marketers. Um, you know, it has the top spots in all the universal indexes, including the new ca- the new category and group rankings. Um, it's pretty amazing that um, we found that, like, three out of four apps with a marketing budget are running campaigns on Facebook. Um, but all in all, definitely, Google is is definitely becoming more of a threat uh, to Facebook's uh, domination.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yeah, go ahead.
0: No, I was going to say that that dovetails also with what I'm hearing and what other guests here on mobile presence have been saying. You know, they're t- saying that you know, UAC, okay, you do have to train the algorithm a little bit. It's a payoff. You know, it's a trade off, but there is a payoff. So that exactly mirrors what we're hearing in the industry. What What else were you going to share as far as your uh, the findings that you that really surprised you
2: um well um in terms of uh, uh, fraud you know fraud in the industry um so unfortunately it's it's only intensified uh, i i was surprised by that somewhat because i i think that you know fraud was a big issue started in tw- even as early as 2016 and i was maybe even hoping that the uh, um we would see, you know, the industry cleaning up, and, and you know, mm-hmm. marketers really pushing the media sort of the media partners, their media partners, to provide them with 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 legitimate traffic. But um, unfortunately, that's not the case, and we only see we only we've only noticed that frauds intensified compared to the previous index. So this is especially true for non-gaming apps. Okay, there's you know um, about four times higher rate of fraud in uh, non-gaming than than gaming. Hmm. Um, I mean don't get me wrong. fraud has by no means uh, skipped gaming, but it is definitely hitting non-gaming apps uh, much harder. I think this is um, uh, mainly because you know app, uh, gaming app marketers are, are, are considered very, very savvy. They understand the threat, they protect themselves um, uh, versus other um, you know um, verticals that perhaps are not aware of uh, the threat. Um, within the non-gaming category, we saw that shopping was was hit, was uh, most affected by fraud. I think it's because of the high payout. Um, there are high CPIs for for shopping, and that definitely attracts uh, fraudsters. Um, in gaming, we saw that you know casino and gambling apps were were the most targeted by by fraudsters um, for the same reason, because again the the CPIs payouts in that subgenre are are higher.
0: And probably also a lot, as you said, uh, Shani, you know, it's about the the games developers, the games app marketers, rather, you know, they know data-driven marketing. They wrote the book on it, so they are very savvy. And it's all the non-gaming apps that are coming in, um, maybe not being that they're not sophisticated, but they're just not maybe fully aware of the different types of fraud or how it can happen. Um, is that something that also uh, that... Uh, that I mean, you said it was surprising, but um, did you also note in your performance index, you know some measures that marketers need to take, or is it just purely the data and letting the marketers figure out how they're going to apply it to their business?
2: Um no, I think uh, the 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 methodology that that we that you know we 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 um, present, in all our studies, by the way, is, is usually very, very um, in depth, and, and this is no exception. Um, the, the, what we did with fraud is, is massive behind the scenes um, in terms of the methodology. Um, so um, that is that is where you know um, people can read and understand what we did in terms of takeaways and what what you know you can do against fraud. That that is another uh, uh, a different it's another scope, show, you know? isn't it? Perhaps <laughs> another show, another report. Um, yeah, for sure.
0: I I would say we do that. We do have to go to break right now, but when we get back, I want to hear more about the report. We didn't get through all the insights yet and certainly not all the actionable insights that AppsFlyer provides. So, listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back after the break.
4: Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to
1: our sponsors. WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement.
4: supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on Webmaster Radio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz.
0: And we are back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Salts with Mobile Groove. And we have Shani Rosenfelder, head of content and mobile insights at AppsFlyer, talking about your AppsFlyer performance index. And we'll tell our listeners later where they can download this as well. Um, you know, we were talking about the major takeaway and sort of like the, the upper realm, the Google, the Facebook, the spend, and I've been hearing that as well. But one of the reasons I really dive into your report and look forward to it, your index rather, is because you also show us what's happening under the radar. What's, what's new this time, Shani?
2: Yeah, so that's a good question. As I've said, you know, uh, previously, we, um, as we get, as we get more and more data, um, as you know, uh, you know, we've we've um, enjoyed tremendous growth at AppSlyer, and and the good part about that, from my end, is that there's a lot, there's a lot more data to work with, which means we can go deeper and deeper into the data without losing statistical validity, and this is super important for marketers because the number one. The number one feedback that I have received from, from you know, the index in the past is that, yes, it was definitely super valuable, um, but um, gaming and non-gaming, you know, in the past we, we divided it kind of like between gaming and non-gaming, was still kind of like uh, too general. Even though we had, you know, platform breakdown and we, have re- we had regional breakdowns, this was a, a big... Uh, uh, the number one feedback. so um, um, this this time around, um, we had enough data to to show you know um, breakdown by vertical, okay mm-hmm. vertical and category. Um, um, so this is um, definitely make this makes it super actionable for for marketers because you know you are a, a casual gamer, you have a midcore game, you have a casino app, you have a shopping app. You're running campaigns in, or you're thinking about running campaigns in Eastern Europe, or in the U.S., or in APEC or in, I mean, or in um, Southeast Asia, or even Australia. All those, all that data is available, and that is that is very, um, uh, definitely very actionable. Um, another thing that we kind of like uh, thought about this time around, and and happy that it it, it came through, is is we we thought about um, what we call the growth index, because we we see that the the you know the space it's consolidating. There are bigger players now. There's fraud, um, and we kind of like see, you know, more or less the same players time and time again. You know, the rankings change, but we see kind of like the same, I guess, two dozen players that dominate mm-hmm. the rankings. It's really important for us to kind of like showcase other players in the market. Okay, kind of like to foster a um, um, you know diverse ecosystem that enables marketers to to have you know many options to work with. So one of so. That's how we came up um, with what we call um, uh, the growth index. So the growth index is is basically um, looking at, at networks that did not meet the threshold that was required for the regular index. Okay, but we still have have recognized them as you know good performers, as legitimate players. We've we've vetted you know every single one of them. Some of them, to be completely honest, I have never heard of. Um, so. Um, these these networks actually made it into the into the index, and mm-hmm. it was really important for us to surface kind of like new opportunities for marketers to to you know at the very least uh, test and explore.
0: I mean, I don't want you to go through all of them, but that is the point. You know, they're sort of like under the radar; they're not yet in the full performance index, but they are the ones to watch. And some of them have also regional advantages. You know, you can't forget that as well. Not everybody wants to go across. Uh, the whole globe there are some that are very strong in certain regions or certain sectors um, can't go through all of them but maybe you could highlight a few Shani yeah
2: I mean uh, th- the names the the you know they vary by I guess you know we we've seen dozens of new names uh, mm-hmm. out there um, I think that you know we we've seen in actually in Western Europe probably uh, we did not find a lot of new players um, but in all, all the regions, definitely at yeah. the, between 10 and 15 of those. Um, I know of you know of several companies that have you know actually reached out to us and said that you know this this has definitely helped them a lot um, with um, getting new leads. And I think this is important. I think that this helps to to build our our space and and um, and kind of like like I said, um, mm-hmm. diversify um, the the industry.
0: So, what does an app marketer do with this? I mean, I geek out a little bit because I love data, and uh, and this is your job. You you make data, you make you make reports and indexes. But an app marketer listening in, saying, "Okay, this is great. I have to take a look at this. I want to look at the ones under the radar as well as the you know the usual suspects." But what is the best way to apply the performance index?
2: Um, well, I think there 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 are two ways that you can use this. First of all, um, the fact that you know I. I you know we, we talked about uh, the I guess the, the behind the scenes of the index this is really important because it, it, it first of all gives the you know the reader the marketer the trust uh, in the data okay and, and that's really important once once that is established then um, you know it's about really going through the rankings um, like I said we have vertical breakdowns and category breakdowns and, and just looking at the list okay and understanding where um, um, who are you working with, which media partners is your uh, the, is the performance that you're seeing within them with that specific media partner? If you're using that media partner, does it mirror mm-hmm. um, the performance that you're seeing um, across you know across the industry, in your vertical, in your geo? Um, and if not, perhaps maybe you can um, again reach out to the to the network and try to understand you know it, either it's underperforming or overperforming and kind of like see. You know how how things can can change um, another option is of course if you are not running with new networks right with 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 you're looking for new networks so we're talking about discovery right um, ua and 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 is, is extremely tough these days you know getting new users you, you marketers really looking for uh, as many channels as they can you know we're, we're hearing a lot more about you know influencer marketing it's just another way of saying okay I'm i'm a marketer and i need to find users and the more networks you have uh, to work with, the more media partners you have to work with, um, the more um, you can basically grow. Mm-hmm. Um, lastly, um, if you are thinking about running uh, you know taking your app to a, a new region, then it is a, a fantastic place to to look at. and you know here's what I need to here's um, what I need to the networks I need to use um, to get started, you know at least at least for for testing and 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 exploring. Mm-hmm.
0: What is it that you're actually hearing from the uh, from the app marketers? Because you know, I I follow what you do over there at AppSlyer. You have um, you know these very helpful tutorials for app marketers, trying to sort of teach them um, the basics. Is there anything you're hearing from this saying, you know, hey, this is great. I did find new networks, or hey, I now I do know what the growth is I can expect. I have a really you know. Reliable benchmark that allows me to say, "Hey, I'm hitting my targets. Underperforming, overperforming." What What does the audience say about this? What have you heard?
2: Yeah, I mean, I've I've been hearing again really um, great feedback. Um, I think this time around, especially, like I said, more than ever, because because of the vertical um, breakdown. So that was super important uh, mm-hmm. for marketers. So this time around, definitely the fact that we have a um, we have that that um, you know that granularity of of results was was a big factor. Um, also, you know, on a, on a more I guess macro level, we're just seeing again um, over time only uh, more and more traffic, more and more interest, more and more uh, uh, press coverage, um, and this is an indication, of course, that uh, that there is an interest in the market, and 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 most importantly, that it is it is useful for for marketers.
0: So I'm just wondering, you know, you're at number seven. I mean, how do you top this? Do you think about, you know, what are we going to do for number eight? I mean, you you don't have to give it away, Shani, but I was just curious. I mean, what do you, where do you go from here?
2: Yeah, it's a it's a good question. Um, to be honest, we've we've been like improving all the time. So you know, in the past we had just very, I guess. Per region, then all of APAC and all of Europe, and then we we had more data and we were able to break off into different regions. And now we have the um, um, the uh, growth index, and we have category breakdowns. As you know, retention started to suffer. Apps were looking for ways to help their help them with uh, bring the users back to their app. Many more apps started using retargeting. That kind of like brought about the retargeting index, mm-hmm. um, and then we had the ROI index. Um, as more and more marketers were measuring uh, cost and revenue, um, so yes, it is it is hard. But uh, I have I have quite a few ideas in terms of the next index, uh, and ultimately I don't know yet because it it again it depends on the scale of data, and that we'll only know when we pull the data uh, in a couple of months.
0: Okay, well, well, obviously, you know, we'll have you back again to talk about that report, but we do have to go to break. And when we come back, we'll talk about some other numbers you have, because um, I'm just hearing so much about it in the industry. We're going to talk about uninstalls, uh, which is something that marketers also have to know about and have data about, because the whole idea is, you know, when do you see the signs of an uninstall? What can you do to bring someone back? All of this and more is what AppsFlyer has as well. So don't go away. We'll be back after the
4: break. Mobile presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz.
0: And we're back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And we have today Shani Rosenfelder. He is head of content and mobile insights. At AppsFlyer. And Shani, before the break, we were talking about the AppsFlyer Performance Index. We'll be giving our listeners also the URL later where they can check that out for themselves. But the other report that I'm hearing still a lot about, I mean, it came out in this year, it's not ancient, but uh, a few months back, but seems to be growing in popularity, is the uninstalls, understanding uninstalls, app uninstalls. Um, maybe you can tell me a little bit about the report and some of the findings.
2: Yeah, so um, uninstalls is uh, definitely um, a big, a huge pain point uh, in the space. Um, uh, you know, we've been offering we've been uh, offering our clients uninstall tracking for about a couple of years now, um, and it is uh, definitely a problem. Uh, marketers are looking for ways to to kind of like overcome that. Um so this that's that's what the report was about we wanted to just mm-hmm. um, um, help marketers and and you know we had pretty much getting requests can you please write about uninstalls or get some data on uninstalls and and, and that's what we did
0: I um, mean it's also to to your point you know it's also all those conferences reports and presentations that what is it 90% uninstall an app after what an hour or something i'm sure you have your own data on that but you know it's frightening what did you have
2: yeah, so um, if you look at findings, I mean, I can say that, the, the, I mean, the, the, the truth hurts. Um, uninstall <laughs> is a huge, is a big problem. Our data has 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 the, has shown that almost 30% of users uninstall an app within 30 days of an install. Hmm. Um, and this is especially, um, the higher rates, I mean, we, we see we're in like developing countries, so much higher uninstall rates in developing countries versus... The developed countries Mm -hmm. Um, I mean uh, having said that there's still not such a gap between like let's say the country that had the the highest uninstall rate which was like Vietnam versus the US so um, every single country suffers from it some suffer more some suffer less but uh, for sure every single market um, has this uh, has this problem? Um, I think the main the main reason for this is that uh, it has to do with the average size um, and and you know storage on on a device in develop, in developing countries. This the, the average smartphone is obviously has less storage, and that kind of like forces users to uninstall apps. Um, um, so this basically they they have users has have less of a choice, kind of like you know whether they can keep an app on their device or not. Um, others again, they and if they have enough space on their enough enough storage on their on their phones, they can download the apps and then they just they just forget about them and and that we we see in you know the the, the you know retention rates and very high churn rates. Um, but this is specifically you know talking about um, uninstalls. Mm-hmm. Um, in the in the findings, what we found also is that kind of if we look at verticals, um, we saw that the. Entertainment apps have a, have a have a serious issue with uh, uninstalls. Um, I think it's it's about um, entertainment entertainment apps. Usually, you know, we're looking at music uh, at streaming apps, um, video streaming, or music streaming, and for that, kind of like you need to have super powerful infrastructure, you know, to make to make everything run smoothly. Um, and if it doesn't, it's just users are going to stop are going to stop using that app um mm-hmm. in general i think that the the main problem is it's not a problem it's a, it's a good thing for for users but it's a problem for marketers and apps is that the bar is just so high and the users have such high expectations that if the app does not deliver super quickly it's just it just won't be used and it will be uninstalled So, uh, I mean, from a marketer perspective, I mean, there's a lot, that it's mostly about the product, but from a marketing perspective, there's still a lot that marketers can do to help that, um, you know, to to kind of like, I guess, mitigate the the uninstall rate. So I think, you know, one of the main things that we're, that we still see quite a few apps that are not, you know, implementing this is deep linking. So deep linking is basically a way to ensure that your onboarding experience is uh, optimal, okay? And if it's not optimal, users will uninstall, the, or, you know, you risk uninstall. So, deep linking is is something that helps, you know, okay. uh, marketers bring users from the promotion all the way into the app and uh, when the onboarding is seamless, then you got a really good chance of, uh, of continuing, you know, um, keeping that user happy.
0: So that's top number one takeaway, some advice for marketers. Um, Looking just ahead to 2019, because we'll be wrapping up the year. What's your number one takeaway for marketers? You know, maybe a piece of advice, a trend they need to watch, something that you find exciting personally, or at apps
2: flyer. Um, yeah, I think a couple of things that I that I would mention. Uh, first, I think in terms of uh, it's exciting, but also a challenge is is this whole um, I'd say automation. Uh, mm-hmm. AI that's coming, that's coming, and and already is you know um, I've, I, I know of a few apps that are already you know automating their campaigns like never before. Um, I think that you know we have there's this new world that has begun. You know, an increased adoption of, of big data, and to be blunt, if you stick to the old world methods, you know, as as UA um, professionals um, or mobile marketers, you may find yourself out of a job. I mean, you need to, to become a data monster um this has to drive your decisions you can't wait for an analyst or a developer to to you know give you the numbers so i really think that marketers going forward they need to start you know learning sql learning python learning product man- uh, product management i mean you, you don't have to be a developer or mm-hmm. a data scientist but you need to have uh, some level of understanding so then you can communicate um, with the team and you know understand each other and kind of like relay your your thoughts um, and, and learnings—that's um, that's one big thing uh, that I think is coming. Another is, I would say, I, I, you know, measuring holistic LTV. Um, so we know, in, especially for games, we're talking about understanding the full user uh, LTV coming from in-app purchases and especially uh, in-app advertising. We've all seen the, you know, the rise. And successive hyper casual games—you know, these are games that are um, um, almost entirely dependent on ad revenue for monetization—and um, apps that understand the value of advertising and um, how that kind of like combined is combined with in-app purchases um, is going to help you know marketers understand how much how much they can invest uh, uh, in acquiring these users. Um, so that's for gaming, for, I guess, non-gaming, shopping, uh, other e-commerce apps. Um, I think, you know, continuing f- from recent years, we're going to see more and more talk about, you know, I think connecting the dots. Mm. So, you know, from a mobile mobile perspective, in the past, anything that, you know, at least that on our end, that, you know, whose source we did not know was considered uh, organic. So a lot of that comes from the web, whether desktop or mobile web. So. You know now the apps and and the and the web connect seamlessly with with um, with each other, and this definitely sheds you know light on uh, the user journey and and understanding how users ended up installing your app because a lot of them um, um, are coming from from web. Um, so I think I think that's those are the I, I would say yeah. um, the main trends the that big, I, that I see
0: the big One, three, Shani. Yep. Absolutely. Well, we'll have to have you back perhaps to talk about a few of these because obviously, you know, you know what you're talking about. I know I've read an LTV report from Apps Fire as well. So there's tons that we can uh, discuss in 2019 to see if you were on the mark. In the meantime, where can listeners keep up with you? How can they stay in touch with you perhaps personally, maybe on a blog or Apps Fire overall?
2: Well, first, um, um, they could just shoot me an email. Simple, it's uh, shani at appslar com. S H A N I. Um, and if you want to see, if you want to get the index, they can just uh, enter appslar dot com uh, in the URL as a URL. And um, all, the, all our data reports are are uh, published in um, our library, which is the basically simple appslar com slash library. Okay, and, uh, so that's that's it.
0: That's it. Okay, so it's appsflyer.com forward slash library. That'll be in our show notes as well, listeners. And if you want to keep up with me throughout the week or find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor in Mobile Presence, then you can email me, Peggy at Mobile Groove. Mobilegroove.com is also where you can find my portfolio of content marketing services. And that, my friends, is a wrap of yet another episode of Mobile Presence. You can check out this and all earlier episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm, or you can find our show. Shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. So until next time, remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you soon.